Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. My dad used to say the single worst abuse of all was the abuse of power. What I really don't like is the puppet president that clearly stole the election, Joe Biden, who couldn't get 50 people to a rally and hid in the basement during the campaign. Leaks have come out that he plans to tap, quote, an expansive stable of friends and allies to go where he can't say what he won't and be what he'll never be. This according to NBC News. Is this a new version of campaigning for the basement? The campaign for the basement is the right analogy. You had an excuse to do that in 2020 because of COVID. You can't campaign by surrogates, especially in, in the, some of these smaller swing states. Those are folks who want to see the candidate in person, shake the hands, look him in the eye. And now he's come out in the last few days and spoken against the Second Amendment. And above all, we all agree, we are not finished. We are not finished. It made it harder for people to buy stabilized braces. Put a pistol on a brace, it turns into a gun. Makes it more, you can have a higher caliber weapon, a higher caliber bullet coming out of that gun. And for those that are not gun owners or don't know basic stuff, a gun brace does not make a higher caliber go out the barrel. You can only shoot the caliber in a gun that the barrel's made for or it'll blow up on you. So that's just it's just made up there. And well, everything else he says is a lie, too. And in most cities down in Philadelphia and New York, areas I know well, like up here, you'd see a truck pull up, pull to the curb and selling weapons. Of course, the only time we've seen trucks pull up and hand guns out is Fast and Furious and Eric Holder and the Obama Justice Department. That got confirmed. So I guess there are trucks pulling up, handing out guns in Mexico uh, from the ATF so they can trace back to the U.S. so they can blame the Second Amendment. You're saying internally, have we internally, have you pulled all that information? We've looked at 240 custodians. We have processed millions of electronic records, and we've reviewed over 140,000 documents and produced 7,600. Look, I don't want to hear about the 7,600. Chairman, I would beg to the, allow... The lady is out of order with the lady, uh, Mr. please. Mr. Chairman, and parliamentary inquiry. Time, huh? Excuse me, Mr. In Chairman. In late 2009, ATF agents in Phoenix noticed a flurry of gun purchases in the United States by suspected traffickers from Mexican drug cartels, including giant 50 caliber rifles. But instead of stopping the weapons, agents say their superiors ordered them to let the guns cross the border. It's called gun walking. To see where they ended up and see if they would lead to a major drug cartel leader. Agents videotaped suspected dealers from Mexican drug cartels buying weapons. The case grew to include thousands of weapons. Then in December 2010, two fast and furious rifles turned up at the murder of a Border Patrol agent in Arizona, Brian Terry. But not to be outdone, here he is with a Fetterman. Fetterman introducing him. I'm standing next to the president again, next to a collapsed bridge here. And he is here to commit to work with the governor and the, the, the delegation to make sure that we get this fixed quick, fast as well, too. This is a president that is committed to infrastructure. It's, it, it's getting so insane that I don't know what to even say at this point. When this administration took office in January 2021, we were briefed on a number of sensitive efforts by uh, Beijing around the world. Based on the information we have, the PRC conducted an upgrade of its intelligence collection facilities in Cuba in 2019. About this base now in Cuba, and you're saying it goes back much farther than 2019. How long back does this go? Well, Secretary of State Blinken and White House Press Secretary were not incorrect 
in stating that uh, this goes back to a previous administration. But it was the Obama administration when this particular signals intelligence base was operative. Uh, 2016 is, is, is when this started. Uh, a lot more has been added to it since. So in 2019, there was more money and more equipment placed in the facility. This is a, it's a deep, ugly story, Justin. So the globalists have done this to put these puppets in so they get all the blame while the actual controllers are in the background, deindustrializing society, consolidating control. If we are to be successful, uh, CBDCs could not be fragmented national propositions. To have transactions more efficient and fairer, we need systems that connect countries. In other words, we need interoperability. Uh, and for this reason, at the IMF, we are working uh, hard on the concept of a... It's Wednesday, June 21st, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing, get everybody in the stuff together. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. What a show. What a show we have for you today as we are going to just all sorts of madness that has occurred since I left you last yesterday morning. There's a lot to get into on the domestic front as well as the international front. We'll take your calls throughout the show as well. Let's get into it, shall we? Let's start today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 21st of June, 2023. Pentagon said it made a $6 billion accounting error clearing more aid for Ukraine. Oh, oopsies. Oopsies, forgot to carry the one. Now there's an extra $6 billion for Ukraine. How could this possibly happen? That's the question that the article from InfoWars asks. Due to a massive accounting error, which happened just four weeks after a $3 billion accounting error, the value of weapons supplied to Ukraine by the United States was overstated by $6.2 billion over the past two years, according to the AP. <laughs> Pentagon spokesman. <laughs> like, how are you supposed to take any of this seriously? Like, what? Six billion dollar accounting error. That I mean, this is just, this is just how the government operates. This is how the Pentagon operates. Honestly, how does this happen? How could this possibly happen? I guess let's go to this spokes lady who I've never seen before, Sabrina Singh, because there's a video of her announcing this. I just like to imagine that you know they have their normal spokesperson, John Kirby. He doesn't come out to uh, talk about the $6 billion accounting error. $6 billion oopsie-doopsie. Just completely absurd. Uh, but they do send out the Sabrina Singh woman. She's probably been waiting in the wings for a while. You can just imagine how thrilled she was to get the call. Today's the day. You're going to go up in the podium. You're going to represent us. Here's the bad news. It's about a $6 billion accounting error. So here is uh, Sabrina Singh. Mentioning that uh, 
Yeah, we just uh, made a little mistake, a little accounting error, and $6.2 billion may have gone missing or appeared out of nowhere. We're not sure. Let's watch. Presidential Drawdown Authority for Ukraine, we discovered inconsistencies in equipment valuation for Ukraine. In a significant number of cases, services used replacement costs rather than net book value, thereby overestimating the value of the equipment drawn down from U.S. stocks and provided to Ukraine. Once we discovered this misvaluation, the comptroller reissued guidance on March 31st, clarifying how to value equipment in line. Hmm, lost the audio there, Uh, but it's okay. I'd rather listen to silence than a bureaucratic doublespeak. Again, just, just who knows? Like this whole country is just a joke. I mean, do you you have any idea? Do you have any idea how much six point two billion? You could, you could, you could fund a Mars mission for that kind of money. Could rebuild every single school in America with that kind of money. You could house every homeless person in a four bedroom house for that kind of money. I mean, just the sheer amount of money that just represents a rounding error to the Pentagon is it any wonder that America is collapsing when this is what our priority, uh, you know, this is what our priorities are. Just completely absurd. But, um, you know, luckily, luckily now they have an extra $6 billion to uh, give to Ukraine. Thank goodness. You know, they were going to lose except for that extra $6 billion you discovered out of nowhere. It's not the first time this has happened either. A $3.6 billion error uh, error in the current fiscal year and a $2.6 billion error in the 2022 financial year, which ended uh, last September 30th. So just, just literally tens of billions of dollars just appearing, disappearing, mistakenly be, being given to whoever. It's just a complete mess. It's an utter and complete mess, and it's your money. Billions of dollars of your money that this is uh, happening with. Meanwhile, also on InfoWars.com, Rand Paul says Anthony Fauci orchestrated an active cover-up of COVID-19 and its origins. Paul heavily intimates the billionaire's obsession with funding research into deadly viruses led directly to the COVID pandemic, a topic InfoWars has been discussing for years, of course. And there's a video on this at band.video and InfoWars.com. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, COVID coming up as we continue our discussion about uh, Peter Hotez, Anthony Fauci, and the entire corrupt system that created COVID and then locked us down. Meanwhile, report from InfoWars.com, woke Hollywood elite to meet at Propaganda Summit. The AFP reports that the elite of Hollywood are set to meet in Los Angeles for a four-day summit designed to formulate a strategy to, quote, tackle climate change. I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll figure it out this time. Yeah, I mean it seems to me a lot like climate change is similar to all of these other issues where it maybe starts off with a seemingly reasonable goal, but it's one that will never be reached. It's like a bad dream where the faster you run towards the finish line, the farther it moves away from you. And it's the same thing with like pride, like gay pride, that sort of stuff. They start off with just like, we just, we shouldn't be fired for who we are. 
and now it's progressed to if you don't let us chop your child's penis off, we will take them from you, put them in foster care, and do it anyway. Like, oh my god, what is going on here? So you can you can just see it now. Once they get everything they want, do you think anything would change? Do you think if they murdered all of the cows and had us all eating bugs and had nothing but solar panels everywhere, just heavy metals poisoning the earth constantly, if they cut out all the fossil fuels, shut down all the pipelines, got rid of all the cars, got rid of all the gas stoves. Do you think they would stop then? Do you think there's ever a point that these people are going to go, okay, we did it. Look, earth is saved, all done. Or is this just a perpetual outrage machine that they will continually use to grab power forever because nothing that they're doing solves anything? And even if it did, they would just find something else to blame weather on. You can just stop it now, or you can chase this endless phantom forever. It's up to you, I guess. So, yeah, thousands of stars, directors, and writers will convene with scientists and activists to, in an effort to encourage movies and TV shows to use their outsized influences and audiences around the world. So, yes, after having destroyed Hollywood completely through their ill-advised and, frankly, obnoxious inclusion of social justice issues they're now going to make it even worse by to an even greater extent ham-fisting these things into our entertainment do they even need that have they not seen a movie in the last 10 years They're constantly shoving this stuff down your throat. It's never enough for these people. It's never enough. It never will be enough. So we should shut them up immediately. Meanwhile, of course, Hunter Biden has been charged with several very minor misdemeanors. And Infowars.com has a story about Trump's reaction. Trump predicted Hunter Biden would be charged with, quote, something small to make, quote, their strike on me look fair. Don Trump reacted to you know, all of this with the statement, it's all about election interference. Former President Donald Trump predicted just two weeks ago that Hunter Biden would be charged with something small to make their strike on me look fear, uh, fair. The only difference is that I mean, there's a million differences, but we'll get into this a little bit later. But yeah, son of the president commits felonies, has him downgraded, gets a the minorest of slap on slaps on the wrist. Meanwhile, President Trump is just ruthlessly hounded in a million different ways. We'll cover this next story on the other side. Stay with us, folks. It's AmericanJournalInfoWars.com. America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. We didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now and that's where we are and InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy but they would then double triple quadruple down that's where we are now so it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us 
by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical-slash-supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund our operation. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We have a lot of video. We have a lot of long videos to show today. Things like the new Project Veritas video. I captured a black lot, a black rock recruiter, undercover, saying all sorts of crazy things. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. gave a speech laying out his vision for a new American foreign policy. It's incredibly powerful. As well as many compilations that people are putting together now showing Dr. Peter Hotez, his changing narrative over the course of the coronavirus pandemic. These are just some of the very long videos, including Tucker Carlson's latest 13-minute episode talking about Hunter Biden, where he says a number of very interesting things, things that you can tell Tucker is reveling in no longer being under the watchful eye of the Fox News executives. He's saying things that he would not be able to say on his Fox News show and hinting at things that he still seems to be afraid to fully say on Twitter. So maybe we'll watch that and dig into some of those hints that he drops a little bit later. But meanwhile, uh, China says Biden calling Xi a dictator is provocation. U.S. president's comments come days after his trip, uh, after trip to cool tensions. China and U.S. President Joe Biden made a, uh, China said President Biden made a public political provocation by referring to his Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping as a dictator. How dare you call the president for life, the unquestionable leader of the Communist Party who is in office until he dies? How dare you call him a dictator? But seriously, how dare you call him a dictator? I mean, pot calling the kettle black. I I mean, I'd love to hear Joe Biden just like he, you know, he he puts he puts his uh, political opponents in prison. His son gets away with crimes all over the place. It's like, yeah, you're both dictators. No, you're both, you're both dictators. That's actually how it goes. It takes one to know one. 
again, I don't even know what's what's going on with China. Our entire political class has actively created the threat that China now is and are continuing to create that threat. They're doing this on purpose. At the same time, it's not like, like you're on China's side. It's not like China actually has any love for America. Really, I mean, you want to talk about a black pill. The realization that the American government despises and is at war with its own people while simultaneously aggravating and poking the bear of Russia and China. We've got, we're just like, it's like you're in a, it's like you're in a house surrounded by wolves and lions and tigers just waiting to, waiting for an opportunity, waiting for that crack in the door to come bursting in and eat you. But while you're inside, there's just a nest of vipers that are trying to bite you as well. It's like, we're just, we're just attacked on all sides here. It is absolutely brutal. So yeah, I guess uh, Joe Biden called Xi Jinping a dictator, because he obviously is. As fresh tensions flared and bilateral ties just days after meetings to stabilize relations, Chinese Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Mao Ning called U.S. leaders' comments irresponsible at a regular press briefing on, in Beijing on Wednesday. It is against the basic facts and diplomatic protocols, seriously violates China's political dignity, and amounts to public political provocation, she added. Biden told the crowd at a California fundraiser on Tuesday the Chinese leader had been blindsided by an alleged spy balloon floating over – wait, that the Chinese leader had been blindsided by an alleged spy balloon floating over the U.S. earlier this year, saying he didn't know it was there. That's what the great embarrassment for dictators when they didn't know what happened, Biden said. <laughs> that, that debacle call, caused U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken to cancel a trip to Beijing – and sent the U.S.-China relationship into a tailspin. Biden's rescheduled trip this week was praised by both sides and appeared to have stabilized ties, laying the groundwork for a potential meeting between Biden and Xi. The president's comments and China's response show how fragile ties remain between the world's largest economies, which have fundamental disagreements on issues spanning human rights and technology to trade and weapon sales to Taiwan. The talks in Beijing did not appear to yield a breakthrough on the top U.S. priority, restoring military-to-military -military communications. Well, you you can just ask Millie to call his friends over there. I mean, there wasn't any problem with military to military communications when it was the chief of staff and head of the joint chiefs of staff and military leaders in America undermining President Trump by communicating with China and assuring them that our our military would let you know before the president went and did anything unexpected. No problem communicating then. That's really my takeaway from this is just like just imagining what it would be like if 2020 election had been fair. They hadn't released COVID on purpose to get the mail-in ballots to cheat, get Biden into office. If he actually had Trump in office. Like if there, there's literally nothing that they claimed Trump was that Biden isn't to an even greater degree, right? Donald Trump would be very thoughtful and sort of weirdly creative in the way that he would go after foreign dignitaries and heads of nation states. 
right? He would call leader of North Korea, rocket boy, or whatever he called him. But like in a strategic way, that actually ended up with President Trump being the first U.S. president to cross into North Korea as they shook hands and actually made massive strides towards peace. He would deploy these insults strategically. Biden just bungles everything up. He's just just as offensive to these people, just as abrasive to people around the world, but in a much, much less strategic and much more bumbling way where he's just screwing everything up constantly and trying to act tough, and it just makes everything worse. It's just, it's just completely insane. And again, it, it really does look like our government is doing everything they can to just set up World War III. It really is pathetic. They say this isn't the first time a seemingly unscripted Biden comment has complicated Washington's relationship with Beijing. Biden or his aides have needed to clarify that the U.S. president's remarks on Taiwan on at least four occasions in recent years, including over his description of the island as independent, China's off-stated red line for an invasion of the territory it claims as its own. China has been alarmed by Biden's repeated statements the U.S. would defend Taiwan if attacked, appearing to go beyond a strategy of deliberate of being deliberately vague on how Washington would respond. Again, it's just, you know, they say, well, Trump is uncouth. He'll insult world leaders. Like Biden does it in an even more bumbling and dangerous way. Trump's going to start World War III. Trump's the only president in recent history to not start a war. Here we're on the cusp of World War III with Biden at the helm. Trump is corrupt and has ties with foreign powers. And you've got Biden being busted on tape taking a five million dollar bribe for interfering in ukraine so just everything trump was he's worse infowarsstore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop we want to have all the best brands for you we want to have a bunch of different choices for you so i get constant questions online and in person hey what's better knockout what's better down and out what's better why do you sell two or three different sleep aids and the answer is Different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee, another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller that's been sold for many years that people love and sell it for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds, give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep, and it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD. Good night's sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We're going to go to this uh, Project Veritas video in just a second. It's probably one of the biggest ones they have ever gotten, and that's obviously saying something major. During the break, I was just thinking about this China thing, trying to wrap my mind around it. Because on one hand, wouldn't you expect China 
to like push back at Biden more. Like if Biden calls Xi Jinping a dictator and he really is insulted about his dignity, wouldn't you expect him to point out the dictatorial fashion which Biden is running his administration? Because you can, you can see Russia actually do this. Not really as much, maybe, again, as you would expect. And perhaps that has something to do with, like, that they really, they really aren't, you know, they aren't America, so they don't have, like, all the intrinsic values that we do. So they're like, well, it'd be kind of hypocritical of us to say, to complain that they're throwing political dissidents in prison. We do that all the time. Like, I don't think they're that worried about being hypocrites, though. And when you look at China, here's here's, here's where I'm going with it. Here's what I'm thinking about all this. If we really were enemies with China, if China really was interested in weakening America and treating it like an enemy in the way that USSR and America were at each other's throats as enemies. Wouldn't China be going, wouldn't China be doing everything it could to try to empower and actually stand for the people that the American government sees as an existential threat? In other words, if you were China right now and you're sitting there strategizing and you're watching what's happening in America, wouldn't the number one thing you would do would be to try to like rile up the American people by pointing out, hey, your government is acting dictatorial. Hey, we're communist China, but even we don't throw people in jail for 18 years for no violent crime like your government's doing to Stuart Rhodes. Wouldn't they even go a step further and be like, you know, uh, China stands. China stands with the American white people that are under attack right now, and uh, white people. You know, they would. They would, because obviously our government says over and over constantly. It's like the only thing they say now is that like white people are dangerous. White people are the biggest threat. White supremacy has to be stamped down. If you're China, and you see that. Wouldn't you go? Okay, that's who we should support. Actually, and again, Russia even kind of does this a little bit. They act more like legitimate enemies to the regime than China by pointing out that Biden is throwing patriots in prison. But instead, what you have China doing is actually talking about how, you know, there's inequality and, and you know, they support Black Lives Matter. I guess that, that kind of sums like how, how can they really be at odds with the American regime and they're simultaneously promoting all of the same talking points, saying Black Lives Matter, talking about racial injustice in America. Like, obviously, it's insane because see Wikipedia article on black people in China, right? They don't exist. I don't know. I just, I don't know if you get, I don't know if you get where I'm going with this. Again, I was just thinking about this during the break. And just how it's all like a big show. And if China was actually interested in destroying America, it would be extremely easy for them to 
really poke the regime where it hurts. It'd really piss off the American regime if China was to come out and like, I mean, China doesn't, China has, you know, homosexuality as a mental illness, right? They have all of these things for their people. And yet they basically completely reverse themselves when it comes to Western countries. So I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like none of, none of this makes any sense as being, yeah, this is the, I noticed that so we have been informed that, that from now on, the black people not allowed to enter a restaurant for the sake of your health, consciously notify police for medical isolation. If you see a black person in a restaurant, contact the police right away. And also, America has injustice, racial injustice we are not happy with. It's like, it's absurd, right? Completely nonsense and absurd. So, you know, that to me just like paints this whole thing as, as like what it is, like a charade. Like they're going to pretend to be fighting China while simultaneously China is using whatever propagandistic power they have to support everything. Which, okay, well now that I'm thinking about it, I mean they really are on the same side. It's, it's the difference between the American regime, the occupied American government. And the American people. And maybe that's what it is. That China has basically identified that the best way to destroy America is by empowering the liberals. By empowering the left. And basically by helping to, you know, add to the, the a bonfire of American society right now. By pushing all of these left-wing activist groups. They're trying to destroy the real threat to them in America, which is the same real threat that the American regime is under, which is the American people and all of our guns. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. That actually makes a lot of sense. They just see that America is doing a good enough job tearing itself apart with the racial nonsense and the LGBTQ bullcrap. So they're just like, oh, they don't even have to do anything. China could just sit back and relax, but if they want to stoke the fire a little bit, they can, they can push some, some leftism and communism here or there. And while we're all distracted, they can be sending, you know, all of our – sending all of their people uh, across the southern border or into our college exchange programs. You know, I've heard multiple examples of people in the know, totally disseparate people no relation to one another who tell stories about military bases catching Chinese people just wandering around with video cameras filming the bases and it's like America is so so dodo bird-esque at this point that even the people in charge don't know how to uh, deal with it there's this one story of a community college somewhere in America a small town in like Ohio or something and there's a military base there, and a lot of the military base went to the community college. And so sort of to make everything work, they actually had community college classes on the military base. And so civilians who weren't in the military but were in the community college would go take classes on the military base. And it was like all of the sudden there were 
hundreds of Chinese exchange students in this community college in a small town in Nebraska or Ohio or wherever this was. And like nobody thought that was suspicious. So the Chinese just figured out, oh, if we sign up for this community college, we get unfettered access to this military base. And then the military police would like catch Chinese people going to the to the, uh, you know, runway airport runway where like specialized secretive flights were flying out and they're just staying there filming it with a video camera and the security guards of the military base go up and are like what are you doing they're like oh i'm a lost i'm a student that i walked away it's a cool plane i just want no big deal and they're just like ah here's the exits over there man you're lost that's crazy your exits over there huh that keeps happening isn't that weird like the person i was talking to who was relating this was saying that like the commander of the base like didn't find that strange at all he was just like, yeah, you know, there's lots of Chinese people here. It's great. We're so diverse. Like, yeah, we did catch a guy filming, uh, but he was just lost. So we sent him back. And it's like, so the Chinese, I, I guess, are really thinking about this strategically. Our people are just idiots. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect to the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But... Women like pink labels, men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula, and it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information. It's 50% off for a limited time. So get your super female vitality for men and women at InfoWarsStore.com right now for 50% off, and it funds the InfoWar. Super female vitality, 50% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globals bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Since at least at least the early 1800s, basically every war that's occurred has been orchestrated and perpetuated by the bankers. Like all wars are bankers' wars. That's you know a classic phrase that sort of sums it all up. 
the more you look into it, the more true it becomes. It's sort of like in, in almost every war predicated on a false flag of some sort. It's pretty astonishing when you really start to look into it, whether the war started as with a false flag or was, was continued because of a false flag, right? You think of the Gulf of Tonkin, Vietnam, well-known false flag that occurred. The USS Liberty almost got us into another very widespread war, but, you know, luckily they, they caught that one. They were able to get the message out. That prevented that from spiraling into a wider thing. But, you know, obviously if you start to work your way back, you've got 9-11, false flag. You've got the Vietnam, Gulf of Tonkin, that false flag. There's one in Korea, too. I can't think of... Uh, what happened there but you know world war ii obviously pearl harbor they knew that was going to be attacked they had the the japanese codes and knew what was happening and they'd also embargo on japan sort of you know force japan's hand in order to get the cassis bella i mean even even the civil war in the intro to that was almost a false flag on both sides like also almost both sides knew that was going to go down in that way World War II, obviously, you have Pearl Harbor, World War I, the sinking of the Lusitania. Another false flag is it was actually carrying ammunition, which makes it a viable target. And then they told everybody it was just civilians and the the U-boats blew it up with no cause. Like that was a false flag as well. You've got the Balfour Declaration that pushes all of this. I, I mean you got false flag after false flag, and, and all of these things are coordinated and orchestrated, and it's because there's no part of this – that is not beneficial to the, the moneyed classes, the international bankers, if you will. Right? For one thing, extremely efficient way to reorganize the entire society. You get a blank check to just shuffle everybody around, literally, you know, with the draft. You, you rip men out of the homes, you send them overseas to. Maybe die, maybe not. Who cares? But uh, you know, either way, you got the wives having to uh, work from then on. You have all of the people you know, propagandized into consuming less, eating less, taking less for themselves, being more miserable. Because after all, you know, you you have any excess anything that's that's money you're practically giving to Hitler, and how dare you? So you can reorganize the entire societal structure. But on top of that, obviously, you're making just boatloads of money with all the weaponry that you're manufacturing, boatloads of money with all of the lending of the manufactured fake out of thin air money that you're giving to foreign powers so they can pay you for more weaponry. I mean, you're making money hand over fist while the war's going on. And then when the war's over and everything's destroyed, well, now you get to build it back and you're the only one with money because you've been profiting from the war while everybody else has been going without and you know, on, on rationing and, and starvation diets, so you're flush with cash. Now you get to go rebuild, and that's a whole new chunk of change. I mean there's no part of the war that touches them in a negative way. It's all positive for them. So it only makes sense that they would continue this very lucrative business practice. And clearly that's what they're doing in Ukraine, and they're not exactly shy about it when they're talking amongst themselves. Project Veritas – gotten this on video they went undercover and got a black rock recruiter 
talk about some of this stuff very candidly. There's a recruiter named Sergey Varley, and this is uh, – I'm sorry. It's not Veritas anymore. Sorry, it's not Veritas anymore. It's James O'Keefe. It's OMG, O'Keefe Media Group. Still, still kind of sad about that. Should be Project Veritas. But no, uh, Project Veritas is doing something else. The, the actual undercover bombshell information is now under OMG, O'Keefe Media Group. So they take the credit for this video. Let's go to it now. This is the BlackRock recruiter speaking very openly about what we all know to be true. Let's watch. They don't want to be in the news. They, they don't want people to talk about them. They don't want to be anywhere on the radar. Why not? I don't know, but I suspect it's probably because it's easier to do things when people aren't thinking about it. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. You can take this big ton of money, and then you can start to buy people. I work for a company called BlackRock. Meet Serge Varley, a recruiter at BlackRock. Let me tell you, it's not through who's the president. It's who's controlling the, the wallet. So it's, it's the, and who's that? The hedge funds, the banks. These guys work campaign financing. Yep, you can buy your candidates. Obviously, we have the system works. First, there's the senators. These guys are You got 10 grand, you can buy a senator. I can give you 500k right now. No question to ask. Yeah. I'm going to do this. We're done. Does, like, everybody do that? Does BlackRock do that? It doesn't matter who wins. They're still They're They're my pocket. Here's Serge Varley on how good war is for BlackRock's business. Do you have any um, thoughts on the Ukraine-Russia war? Yeah, I mean, I, I do have thoughts. What are they? Ukraine is good for business. You know, right? Uh, I'll give an example. Russia Russia blows up Ukraine's grain silos. price of wheat is going to go mad up. The Ukrainian economy is tied very largely to the wheat market, global wheat market. Prices of bread, of, you know, it, literally everything is, goes up now. This is fantastic if you're trading. Volatility creates opportunity to make profit. War is real f***ing good for, for business. It's exciting when shit goes wrong, right? BlackRock manages 20 trillion. It's incomprehensible numbers. BlackRock Serge Varley says all of this is above a normal person's understanding. You're like an re- undercover reporter. I don't know if people don't give a shit. This is, this is beyond them. The whole thing of like domination from a concept is just, it's just so interesting. Hi, I'm James O'Keefe with OMG News. Here we are with our latest story, this time on BlackRock, one of the world's leading asset and investment managers, which owns significant shares of companies like Amazon, Microsoft, Anheuser Busch. Meta, Target, Procter & Gamble, Comcast, CNN, Fox, and yes, Pfizer, just to name a few. At OMG, we do not shy away from exposing powerful companies, and we're not afraid of powerful people. So we decided to take a look for ourselves at the influence BlackRock has on our politics and the influence they have on our culture. So to do that, what better place to start a hidden camera investigation 
then into a self-described gatekeeper at BlackRock. Like, you're kind of like a f***ing gatekeeper at BlackRock. Yeah, I am. I, I decide people's fates. Every f***ing day, I literally decide how somebody's life is going to be shaped. That's so powerful. I love it. Yeah, it's... it's I don't know, the, the whole thing of, like, domination from a concept is just, it's, it's just so interesting. Introducing Serge Varley, whose LinkedIn says he's worked for Morgan Stanley, Citadel, and now as a recruiter at BlackRock. I work for uh, a company called BlackRock. Uh, I'm not actually a finance guy. I just, I know what happens because I'm recruiting people for duty things. Mm -hmm. I'm the person who headhunts people from other firms. So I would approach him and say, hey, this is a good reason why you should come work for us. Serge tells us who really runs the world, how they do it, and just how much it costs to buy people. Like politicians. Let me tell you, it's not the who's the president. It's who's controlling the, the wallet. So it's, it's the, and who's that? The hedge funds, the banks. These guys run campaign financing. Yep, you can buy your candidates. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. How do they run the world? You acquire stuff. Diversify, you acquire, you keep acquiring. Okay, so we're going to uh, keep listing this on the other side. We'll keep playing in the next five minutes because, yeah, he explains it. I mean, I guess, you know, it's nice hearing it come from the horse's mouth. Uh, we know all of this already. I guess normal people don't. It's like normal people don't get this. They don't understand it. You know, normal people are trusting in good people. They don't expect to be surrounded by evil. Infowarsstore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop. We want to have all the best brands for you. We want to have a bunch of different choices for you. So I get constant questions online and in person. Hey, what's better? Knockout. What's better? Down and out. What's better? Why do you sell two or three different sleep aids? And the answer is different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee. Another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller that's been sold for many years that people love and sell it for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep and it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. You know, we could uh, talk all day about what BlackRock does and the way that they do it. It's so much more impactful to hear they themselves speaking in an unabashed way, thinking that they're talking to a fellow psychopath. And you can tell, like, this is the way it's done, right? This is a recruiter. Them. In other words, the recruiter identifies people that will not just be an asset to BlackRock, but will have the moral flexibility to engage in this type of stuff. So this recruiter talks to these people in this way that is sickening and repulsive and downright evil. And if they are uncomfortable with that, well, you don't get the nice fancy job and the six-figure salary and the penthouse apartment. So you either capitulate and participate in the psychopathy 
or you get passed over. So he is really a gatekeeper to BlackRock. He's the filter through which you have to have a certain level of psychopathy to uh, pass. Let's go back to this video, and we'll talk about it a little bit on the other side. Again, this is, this is just from the horse's mouth. We can tell you about the horse all you want. Here's the horse themselves telling you what the real deal is. Let's go back to this uh, OMG media video. Campaign financing. Yep, you can buy your candidates. So, you know, so. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. How do they run the world? You acquire stuff. You diversify, you acquire, you keep acquiring, you spend whatever you make in acquiring more. And at a certain point, your risk level is, is super low. Like, imagine you've invested in, um, like, 10 different industries from food to to drinks to, like, technology, right? One, one of them fails, it doesn't matter. You have nine others to pick you up. Risk management is, is inherently in just about everything. And in the finance space, it's all about... It's, 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 well, it's all about the money you make. You don't you don't let it sit. You're like, you keep using it over and over. And we just, invest. Yeah, and an exponential growth. And then once you just own a little bit of everything, is that where the control? Yeah, you own a little bit of everything. And that little bit of everything gives you so much money on a yearly basis that you can take this big ton of money. And then you can start to buy people. Obviously, we have the system in place. First, there's the senators. And these guys are f***ing cheap. You got 10 grand, you can buy a senator. It doesn't matter who wins. You're still going to... They're my popular list. I can give you 500k right now. No questions asked. Yeah. I didn't do what needs to be done. They're like, yeah, of course. And Why not? Does, like, everybody do that? Does BlackRock do that? The BlackRock recruiter also tells us about how the U.S. government relies on BlackRock for their economic simulation computational power. Economic simulation. They need to understand the impact of something, right? They're going to, like, raise the interest rate, for example. It's going to create this cascade of various factors that they're not sure what it's going to do, basically. And just how f***ing great the Ukraine war is for business. Do you have any um, thoughts on the Ukraine-Russia war? Ukraine is good for business. You know, right? We don't want the conflict to, to, to end. Why? We don't want the conflict to end as a country. The longer this goes on, the weaker Russia is. I'll give an example. Russia, Russia blows up Ukraine's grain silos. Price of wheat is going to go mad up. So what are you going to do if you're a trading firm? The moment that news hits, within a millisecond, you're gonna pump, you're gonna pump trades into um, into uh, whoever the wheat suppliers are, into their stocks. So we'll con- we'll continue this on the other side. I really just want to keep watching this, and we'll we'll comment on it as well. So again, you've got this guy bragging about running the world, bragging about how easy it is to buy politicians and to coordinate all of this stuff, openly discussing how the war is good. Or is good for business. And of course, the story we covered yesterday, BlackRock and JP Morgan have set up a reconstruction bank for Ukraine where they expect to spend at least half a trillion dollars of your money, their profit, to rebuild Ukraine after having destroyed it. So these are the forces that actually run our country. And like they're willing to start and perpetuate a literal war god only knows how many hundreds of thousands of people dying what wouldn't they be willing to do you think it's out of their own possibility that they would 
You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, folks. Welcome back. This is The American Journal. James O'Keefe does it again. Incredible undercover video. You know, James O'Keefe and the way that he operates so effective and it's really something that more people should know about i remember when i was in phoenix earlier this year back when james was with project veritas it was a project veritas party and i was coming back from the party driving with the you know and the uber driver he's like what is that what's going on there i'm like oh yeah it's project veritas have you ever heard of him he's like no never heard of him I mean, it's kind of weird. I mean, you know, there are these things that are such such a big deal to us. And then it's like, yeah, it's a regular person on the street. And they're like, who? Alex what? Alex Jones? Info what? What would you say? What? And it's like, how do you not? What's going on in your world? <laughs> what What are you learning about and, and listening to? Because this is like major earth-rending stuff that's going on here. But, you know, the idea of it. And so, you know, I said to him, well, what they do is they get like, basically they, they get hot girls to go out with guys and uh, who are part of like evil organizations and the guys just spill their guts to these girls. Guy driving the Uber was like, oh, like, like Rudy Giuliani, like that Sasha Bar- Baron Cohen Borat thing. And it's like, yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of like that. So I don't know, maybe James O'Keefe needs to add like a a level of humor to it. Maybe we need to actually see the undercover agents, you know, like before this happens, uh, mocking them. I, I don't know. I don't know, because it's the type of thing like everybody should know about this. This should not be a right-wing exclusive thing. Everybody in the country hates BlackRock if they don't actively work for them. Liberals, Democrats, like they think they're in favor of this. I mean, if you wrap in a rainbow flag, I'm sure they'll bow at the feet of BlackRock, but typically, traditionally, they would be against this sort of stuff. This really should be the type of thing that gets through to everybody. That lets everybody know who's really controlling the world and what's really behind so much of the stuff that they oppose. It's BlackRock. And this guy kind of explains it. This recruiter for BlackRock gives it a general overview. He's very vague about it. He says, you acquire stuff, you diversify, you acquire, you keep acquiring, you spend whatever you make and acquiring more. Eventually, you can take all this money and you can actually start buying people with it. That's like a simplistic way of, of breaking it down. But if you really think about what this means, the money that they have, they didn't earn. They just made it. They just invented it out of whole cloth. Or they're using other people's money. They're using your money. They're using your 401k and your, your retirement funds that they hold on to and then invest. So it's not their money in the first place. And so you think about the way that businesses are traditionally supposed to run and how they still run up to a certain point in America. Right, You have somebody with an idea, with a, with a brand concept, some new idea to, to make money. So they have to work really hard to save up the money, 
that they have the time and the investment capital capital to go into this venture, and they have to risk everything. They have to risk all of the money that they've earned. They have to risk a lot of times their homes, their houses, their livelihood. They have to dedicate so much time. They have to sacrifice the time with their family or doing something else dedicated into you know, making this business. Sometimes it fails, but if it succeeds, then they start to reap the rewards. They start to grow. They start to build more. And eventually there always comes a point in time when the bank swoops in and buys the whole thing up. Now the banks or BlackRock or the hedge fund managers, they didn't risk anything. They didn't sacrifice anything. They didn't come up with any new ideas or take any risks. They just are using other people's money to buy up the already proven ideas that the entrepreneurs came up with. It's just a complete cheat almost. It's a workaround, and it's – again, it's almost inevitable that this happens. Again, traditionally, you know, if you think back to the kind of classic Americana version, you would have like family businesses – you would have Smith and Sons, right? You would pass this on to your kid, and you'd be the president until you retired. And by that point, you would have trained up your family member, some sort of you know, trusted, uh, loyal apprentice to take over for you. But that's not the way it works anymore. Now you incorporate, you get investors. Those investors demand that it be – Sold at the highest price. The highest price will inevitably be offered by somebody like BlackRock. Now the business that you've poured your sweat and blood and life energy into is scooped up by some force that didn't even make their own money. It's just other people's money. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll hold on to that money for you. Okay, now that I have it, I'm going to invest in here, invest in there. Now I have power over those people and over you because I have your money. I mean it's just – it's just usury. It's just this is why it was illegal for so long because it allows for shortcuts, and it's a snowball effect where the more you do this, the more money you get, the more you can do it, the more people you can buy, the more companies you can buy. And as he points out, if you're buying companies all over the place, you don't even care about the individual company. Sure, there may be hundreds of people employed by it. It may be the life's work of – you know some of the people involved in that company, but hey, if it cuts into your bottom line, then you can just sell it off and close it down, shut it down, sell it for parts, and uh, and move on. Your your consciousness isn't hampered by it because you didn't dedicate any of your you know, energy to it. It's just a transaction for you. To the point that these people are happy and actually help to bring about utterly destructive wars because it makes a little money on the side. Like they do the same thing to countries that they do to companies. And the only way that this all works, like there's a reason that the pyramid is the structure of power. Because BlackRock doesn't have employees in all of these different companies. They just have sort of managing arms that manage different whole swaths of different industries. And one of the ways that lobbying works so well is it, it, it goes something like this. You've got a candidate, and they might have 50 things that they believe in and they want to achieve. 
And then you've got this company that's really only got one thing that it wants. It wants more money. It wants more power. It wants regulations to be withdrawn or made more intense, like whatever they want. They have one thing that they want. So they go to the senator and they say, look, we'll fund you and we control the media and we control all of these other you know, ESG and all this sort of stuff. We have a lot of levers we can pull to control the American people. We can get you an office. Maybe that just is a $50,000 check that they write. But whatever it is, they got something that can help push the senator over the top. And they say, we don't care about your positions, honestly. You know, support whatever you want, except for this one thing. There's this one thing that we'd like you to be on our side on. And the senator, even if they're not on that side, normally they go, well, I got 50 things I need to accomplish. If I sacrifice one of those, it guarantees I get the other 49. So, all right, I, I can make that deal. I can drop my concern about whatever this one thing is, one out of 50. I can drop that as long as I fulfill the other 49. And to fulfill those 49, I'll take the money from the people that have me drop the one. And like, that's actually how this works. And of course, the senator's, once they do this enough times, it turns out that that 50 gets down to like 25 and they're compromising on half the things that they believe in while never achieving stuff in the other 25 that they're doing. But that, like, that's the way this actually works. And so, it, I mean, it's a hard system to defeat without just abolishing this in a top-down manner. It's a hard, there's a hard snowball effect to reverse. They already have all the money. It's all your money. They're already investing in all these companies. How do we reverse this? In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic, but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you. That's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. 
You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. How you get so much favor on your side? Accept the measure, Lord and Savior, I replied. That's your love, that neighbor, not the All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We go ahead and open up the phone lines for your calls. Be taking your calls to the second half of this program. Give us a call here at American Journal, 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. We have, I still have a lot of videos to go to. We'll move on now from the BlackRock topic. But if you want to sound off on that, of course, you can call in. But we'll be talking about COVID and the vaccine, Peter Hotez, as well as more international foreign policy topics when it comes to Robert F. Kennedy and a pretty powerful speech he gave yesterday. There's still the Hunter Biden story that still is very large, still you know looms very large in the headlines. But I don't know if there's too much to say about that other than. We are in a banana republic now. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. They're just, they just do this stuff. So I think everybody, all of our audience is pretty well aware of this at this point. But I want to go to a couple clips. We also have, um, yeah, we have a lot of good videos. Dang. Okay. We'll, we'll try to get to as many as, uh, as possible here, but there's a video of this guy, uh, Hotez, clip number four. And we'll go to that in the next one. Let's see. I'm sorry. I just really, I, I want to go to all these, but uh, we just don't have, we don't have time to get to all of them. In the meantime, if you have time, want to watch all of these, most of them are at band.video. And you can support Band.Video and InfoWars and The War Room and American Journal and The Alex Jones Show. You can support all of it by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Right now, BrainForce Plus and BrainForce Ultra, both on sale, 40% off, 50% off when you buy them together. Get the BrainForce Duo for 50% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Also on sale is the InfoWars MD lineup. It's been expanded with the probiotic formula. Good night sleep formula, joint relief max formula, nerve review, uh, nerve renew, and prostate formula. All of those are twenty five percent off right now at infowarsstore.com. Something for everyone, no matter your age or level of health. You cannot ignore these things. And Infowars MD gives you incredible supplements at incredible prices at infowarsstore.com. Best of all, you're keeping us on air and engaged. In what is clearly a war for the sake of humanity. I guess we'll start with this video. Do we have this video of the, the trans man? Okay. I'm going to try to be nice here. No. No, I've changed my mind. I'm not. I'm not going to try to be nice. I'm going to mock this person because it's pathetic. Trans-identified woman says she is lonelier than ever in emotional video, saying, quote, I understand why the suicide rate is higher in men. A woman who transitioned and appears to be a man shed tears and shares an emotional video about how difficult life has been for her since she came out as transgender. 
so much of this is indicative of everything going on with the trans community. It reminds me of the video that came out a couple years ago of the stand-up comedian woman who was convinced that if she was just a man, then she'd be successful. And she goes up disguised as a man to perform her jokes and just bombs horrifically, does worse than ever before. Part of that might have been because she wasn't a very convincing man. But it's it's basically fun to see these people with completely completely insane ideas have to actually confront the reality of these ideas and have their entire perspective of the world shattered just to see what that looks like. It's sad they have to go through these experiences just to have a modicum of empathy for their fellow human beings, but that's what it takes sometimes. So let's go now to this woman with a beard and a hat uh, crying like a, well, frankly, like a woman. Let's watch. Nobody told me how lonely being a man is. I had closer friendships with random women I met in the bathroom before I transitioned at clubs because of how open women are than I've had in my eight years of transitioning. Because women are just so much more vulnerable and deep than men. But to have known, and I think a lot of trans men feel this, is we knew what de- depth felt like before we transitioned. We knew what it felt like to like have people want to hug us. <laughs> and to have people want to talk to us. And to have a community. And then you transition and you're just a guy walking down the street that people cross the street so that they're not near you. And friendships are so much harder to build. And people are colder. And what's hard is none of this invalidates how real and raw women and people who are in marginalized groups feel about cis white men. All of that's valid. Wait, what? How is it valid? But I also now understand why the suicide rate is so much higher in men. Because this is lonely. And I'm an emotionally mature man. I know how to build friendships. And it is still really really hard try to think about how you can in your small little community where you feel safe can reach out to the men in your life and just help them feel maybe seen for a moment oh my god or do do little little conversations to help their emotional maturity so that they can reach out to people and have deeper guy friendships Oh, yeah. 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 We're the ones that aren't emotionally mature. You're so much more emotionally. No, you are not an emotionally mature man. You are a mentally ill woman. I'm sorry to tell you. Maybe the problem that you're having is that you're not actually a man. Now you're playing dress up as one and finding that your very metaphysical self is incompatible with the disguise that you're putting on. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe you actually don't even understand what depth means. Like that, that woman just said, I understand depth. I understand what it is to, to you know, love deeply. Would people want to hug you? Would people are happy to see you? And it's like, that's surface level. That's not depth, actually. You're, you're confusing depth with sexual attraction. I know it's a major issue with you people. Not depth when you just people want to hug you. 
there's actual real she's like i've made better friends in the bathroom at clubs as a woman and it's like well that was surface level that was all acting that was all pretend that you were playing with those women who you don't even know their names now men actually have very you know deep seated friendships that go beyond people want to hug me so i feel better about myself it's the thing with, with Trent, like you're clearly not a man you're clearly you have, you have a mustache you look kind of like a man you sound man-ish but that's not how men act men aren't like this and that's the 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 basic fundamental misunderstanding that you have you make sure to tell everybody we should still demonize white men. We should still In the do the short that. time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients in Superfemo Vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect on the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com infowars.com is tomorrow's news today You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get to your uh, phone calls here in just a minute. I'm still just thinking about this. This video that was posted by Libs of TikTok, I was actually just reading through some of the comments underneath the video. Everybody seems to sort of identify the same issue with this and like part of it like part of it's true right there is an isolation when it comes to being a man that women don't necessarily have to deal with and i can understand that if you spend most of your life getting the attention and care that women typically receive that then when you are precluded from that, when you take yourself out of that reality, put yourself in a reality where you're a man, where you can be seen as threatening, people don't have that same impulse to care for you. Right? When a woman cries, like, oh my God, what can we do for you? When a man cries, like, man up, dude, this is embarrassing. <laughs> like, there's nothing actually wrong with that. It's actually kind of fine. It's kind of how it's supposed to be. It's kind of in line with biological reality. That's okay. At the same time, suicide rate is significantly higher with men. It is a lot harder for men to deal with the isolation. It really, it's harder for men to deal with the 
with lack of success, since that re- that's really what a lot of the pressure is about, is that you aren't just successful for existing in the same way that women get treated a lot. You actually have to do something and prove yourself. Like that's a good thing. That's a challenge that everyone should want to rise to meet. And that's sort of the difference between, I think, the masculine and feminine way of dealing with that sort of stuff is it can be hard, but as a man, you're supposed to take it as a challenge, then overcome it and achieve it. And then the loneliness goes away when you actually have a family and actually build something for yourself. So no, I'm sort of, I'm sort of torn about it because on one hand, I want to just laugh at this woman for literally just being devastated. She doesn't get as many, as many hugs as she used to. And that's what somebody, oh, I want to read some of these comments because some of the people had funny ways of putting it. Uh, Jason DeBolt says, fascinating and a little sad. Personally, I love being alone for 90% of my day, often the entire day. Aloneness is what I experience, not loneliness. These are two different things. I can completely agree with, completely agree with. That can be kind of a nasty, self-fulfilling prophecy thing too. Right, Ian Miles, strong response to that. Some days I can't even be bothered to pick up calls. Well, ignore enough calls and they'll stop coming in, right? Barrington Martin II says, it's not sad, it's reality. I don't feel sorry nor have empathy for this person. This is what you chose. You chose a man's reality, yet men don't feel the sadness you feel about it. See how that works? Empathy isn't given to men for being men. Tis life. Suck it up and move forward. Yeah, Owl of Athena also points out that her, her description of women is is sort of bizarre. Like everybody knows this, right? Everybody knows that it's just like such a typical. Every stand up in the world has some joke about like you know women will meet each other in the bathroom and be like, oh my god, hi, oh yeah, you look so good. And then as soon as the woman leaves, there's like that woman was ugly. Like you know, it's just like totally mean behind their back, but like really nice in front of their face. Whereas you know, guys will just be like. Just get the hell out of here, you dumb homo! And like, then they leave, and they're like, "I love that man." <laughs> you know, they just like, it's like it's it's just the complete opposite. It's complete reversal. So like, we don't expect you as a woman to understand and and be able to comport yourself in the way that a man does. It's just it's literally not possible for you. So the ultimate irony of all of this is that you now are a woman trapped in a man's body. Before you were just a woman who was maybe uncomfortable with being a woman or whatever. But now you literally are a woman trapped in a man's body, and it's hell for you because that's not what you're supposed to be. What you're supposed to – what you should be doing in your life is trying to fulfill the role that God has given you in the best possible way. If you're a woman, it should be to deal with being a woman because you already are equipped with the mental and chemical and physical attributes to do so, not abandon that obligation for another one that you're not fit for, that you will never be able to succeed in. It's absurd. Completely nonsense. Jackson Hinkle says, he quotes the woman, quote, now I understand why the suicide rate is so much higher in men. He says, no, you don't. You, now you understand why the suicide rate is so much higher for transgenders. Oof. Oof. Elijah Schaefer, life can be lonely as man, but we don't cry about it because we aren't, quote, helpmates. Women were designed for partnership. They don't do well without a community. 
And some response to that, my wife and my kids are my community. Past that, I'm not much interested. The best friend thing ended in my teen years, and I'm happy for that. I'm good alone. The fact that she's having this hard of a time seems to prove she's not a man. Men don't kill themselves because they can't make friends or, quote, be vulnerable. They do so because they have extra pressure on them to provide, be successful and strong, whereas women don't have that same pressure. Pro tip, emotionally mature men do not cry because they're not getting enough hugs. (laughs) Which part of that's true, but on the other hand, on the other hand, men do commit suicide because they can't make friends. So, you know. Yeah, and this uh, Dr. Vox Akuli She's now a woman trapped in a man's body. Tragic irony. Yeah, you can't just you can't just overcome the stark and very real differences between men and women by growing a beard, lady. And she also like still insists on freaking insulting cis men in that video. She's like, I st- I still think cis men are evil and bad and we should hate them still. But also their lives are way harder than ours. It's like, well, what the hell is wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you? Like they can't even get over their, their social emotional programming, even when it's just in their face. (laughs) It's really good. You didn't say that on air, did you? Yeah, I'm not going to repeat. I'm not going to repeat what Matt just told me to say on air. I don't know if I can say the word dildo. All right, let's just go out to your calls before I, before I keep talking about this. But yeah, yeah, I mean, look, in, a, in a part, she's right. You, men have it a lot harder, and they get no empathy, no sympathy, no help from the society who routinely systematically puts them down and is also creating a sexual marketplace where the loneliest and most rejected of men have less and less hope moving forward. Right? It's like the articles that we see where it's like half of all men are not in a relationship, but only a quarter of all women. It's like, yeah, when you remove societal pressures of marriage, especially marriage when young and child rearing and two-parent households, like when you remove that pressure, then you revert to like a harem system where all of the women are competing for very few men at the top and all the other men are left completely out and just have to resort to pornography and video games and, and, you know, basically fabricate hatred of women to cope with the reality of rejection. Rejection is becoming a major issue in today's world. So just everything that you people promote transgenderism homosexuality and loose living and you know tearing down christianity completely makes everything worse abolishes the structures that we've set up as a civilization to actually make it most fair equal and pleasant for everyone because when you have a very hard and fast rule that says one man for one woman for life then a man has a every man has a much better likelihood of you know achieving love and happiness in their lifetime especially if the women when they're choosing the men because the women really control the relationships at the end of the day uh, if they're choosing it not just for 
looks or money immediately, but thinking about it in a long-term way, I mean, that is the best way to run a society, scientifically proven. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. But before we go to break, please remember, we're listener-supported. We're not subscriber-based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because the current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine, incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity, every cell in the body, it's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it, but they put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine. True nascent on iodine. Takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Right, welcome back, folks. We've got your, your phone calls now. A lot of people giving silly names today. Let's, uh, we start with we'll start with the BlackRock stuff. We got a couple people calling in about BlackRock. Let's go to Michael in Virginia first. BlackRock and interdimensional entities. Go ahead, Michael. You're on the air. Uh, yes, sir. Good, good day. And I want to say this real quick. According to uh, Tucker Carlson of a, a couple of episodes ago, it was interesting that he attacked the CIA director under Trump. Mike Pompeo during his episode a couple uh, episodes ago. That was very interesting. Now, in the quantum universe, we have, yes, we have interdimensional quantum entanglement, which says that when one particle, one reality, let's look at it like that, is thinking one way, then another reality is going to think the opposite. Now, what happens is that our worlds, these interdimensional beings, are actually other uh, uh, alternates of ourselves. So we can only expand our energy further out so we can only duplicate or replicate alternate universe or alternate worlds of ourselves. Now, these alternate worlds of ourselves communicate with us. We live in a warlike world. Our world, they want to talk about outer space and aliens and all this stuff. No, 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 no. What it is is that these other entities that are manifestations of ourselves 
can communicate with us and our governments, which are our governments such as China and the United States and Russia, are just, or or you could say that they are uh, more advanced uh, uh, alternates of ourselves. So if we live in a world where uh, our, our science is dealing with fire. Well, they live in a world where their science is dealing with electromagnetic radiation. So they can communicate with our world and enter into our world through consciousness, through other beings, and even look like us. And they control or, or communicate that knowledge to others. So we are living in a warlike world. Our dimension is warlike, which is why we have these wars going on. Now, there are those alternates of us who communicate with us and teach us things that we can use to uh, uh, defend ourselves against these other alternate uh, uh, realities of ourselves. Um, so I, I just wanted to expand on that a little bit, why BlackRock, why all these, these people who have come into this knowledge and control of our government, these are, all, these are interdimensional uh, 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 consciousnesses that, that have transferred this knowledge and they are controlling everything that we have. And until we learn how to communicate with the, our alternate selves, when we learn to communicate with our alternate selves that will teach us how to defend ourselves against these evil, demonic, or, or evil alternate uh, uh, versions of ourselves. This is what's going on. The borders are just set up to keep us confused, to make us think that we are free. So China, the governments of China, Russia, Iran, all these people, the leaders are pretty much tied together. They understand each other. They're part of this these alternate universes, and they know that. Uh, you, you may have lost me a little bit there, Michael, but I think I generally get uh, what you're saying and, and have to agree with you, in, in uh, at least in general, right? Because – and you sort of see it throughout history as well. And you look back at history and things are so much like they are now. It's like, okay, there's something that is transcending the the temporal limits, right? There's something that both exists now and all the way back then. And yet it, it seems to be the exact same clash that's occurring, the exact same spirits that are, you know, combating each other over the breadth of millennia. So, I mean, there, there's definitely something there to what you're talking about. Thank you so much uh, for the call, Michael. Always always a, a mind expanding call with michael he always he tends to put us in a different dimension i always feel a little bit a little bit uh lost at sea but also feel like i can see the land thank you thank you for that uh michael let's go to uh, bart in georgia who also wants to talk about the uh, black rock uh, thing let's go to mark uh bart now bart in georgia you're on the air Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. First of all, I just want to say I just got done using the X3 and the Turbo Force, uh, Turbo Force for the uh, first time, and it was just fantastic, uh, absolutely fantastic. So thank, thank you, guys. Oh, it's a real deal. Thank you, Infowarsstore.com. Yeah, Turbo Force is, is it's powerful. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Any, anyway, I'm looking at what this, this guy. I mean, is it just me? This guy looks uh, creepy. You know, really creepy. What's his name? Surge or something like that. Surge, yeah. The one that they that that they caught on uh, bragging about all this and that. Yep. Um, this this guy, you know, I mean, yeah, they 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 got him pretty good on. on I just want to 
that was a, just a fantastic job done by James O'Keefe and, and crew. It was just fantastic. Uh, they 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 got him. So right, and this guy um, this guy's the yeah. headhunter for BlackRock, right? So he's the one that decides who to hire. So it's this creepy dude that's very open about like how good it feels to dominate people. And you know, if you're applying for a job there, you're either going to go along with that. And then you might get recruited, but if you, you know, show signs you reject his, well, I really consider it a, a form of psycho, uh, psychopathy, right? He's sort of a, a psychopath in a lot of ways when you're like, oh, war is great. Like that, there's something wrong with you. If you go along with that, then maybe you are welcomed into the club. But if you don't, then you're not. So, you know, Alex talks about this too. They've got AI doing the same thing where they're like identifying the psychopaths in order to elevate them to positions of power. And that's what this guy is, is doing. Like that's his job and that's the role he's playing. Um, I just want to say one last thing I was trying to say with, with Owen about this Hunter Biden thing and about why, why he cut the plea deal. My speculation is that they fear Trump's going to get back into president and come after them. So if, if the double jeopardy, uh, law, so he'll cop a plea. And so technically it'd be a conviction. So, on all these charges that Trump can't come after Biden, what hmm. would it, I'm just speculating. Yeah, that's, that's a all. that is a good thought. Although uh, you know what happened with Hunter didn't have anything to do with uh, Biden, and uh, I still think you could go after Biden for all this. But that that is an interesting thought, Bart. I I, I have to think there's something there in that regard. This is the meme on uh, Infowars.com today. Uh, Joe Biden anyway, using uh, the been great. Justice Department as the it's, shield to protect. Young Hunter, as he smokes crack and sells paintings, prints of paintings for $75,000 a pop. Uh, thanks for the call, Bart. Let's go to, um, is there anybody else who wants to talk about? Well, uh, Daryl in North Carolina wants to talk about the trans movement that we were just talking about. Daryl in North Carolina, go ahead. Oh, uh, hey, Harrison. Yeah, hey, I was I'm thinking not, about I'm, the I'm barely hearing you. Can you hear me? I'm having trouble hearing oh, you, Daryl. We'll try to f- fix that up. Uh, it might be on our Hello? side because I, I can barely, barely hear you. Uh, in the meantime, let's go to Cody in Alaska, line 10, about the Tavistock Institute weaponizing uh, the gays. Go ahead, Cody. You're on the air. Hey, what's up, Harrison? What's up, InfoWars? Alex Jones, what's up, baby? Hey, I just want to say the Tavistock Institute and MI6 weaponized homosexuality Lesbian, gay, trans against the United States in 1946. All right. And I'm in Kodiak. The Native Corporation and the school district are collaborating, getting the foster parents, caregivers for, for children um, uh, that, that, that are homeless or, or, or whatever, that um, they're, they're, they're trying to uh, do a meet and greet and, and having all these. Uh, uh, um, uh, foster, foster, uh, foster parents, caregivers, adoption agencies, um, the, the, the education to, to, uh, uh, take care of the LGBTQ youth. So, so what I read was that Tavistock Institute and MI6 collaborated right after World War II, 1946, to weaponize homosexuality. And I want to ask you this, is lesbian Gay trans is that a process to indoctrinate and groom the kids into uh, into their cult so that when they get to that point in time they can actually gender affirm 
the kids to adults and and have what they want in their cult. Uh, I think it's a little bit of of all of that. I mean, obviously, it takes you away from the uh, natural and spiritual purpose of you know physical love, right? The procreation of children. Yeah. It, it separates it from the spiritual impact. Like it 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 just does huge damage to your soul overall. I think you know engaging in any of this stuff is negative, no matter how you look at it. But of course it plays into the depopulation program and it also just plays into the overall like it's a very convenient tool for them to use right because the idea that these people have at their root they're deconstructionist they want to build a system that is easily controlled in order to do that they have to tear down the free and liberty loving system in order to tear down the free and liberty loving system they have to portray it as oppressive so they find things that aren't welcome which one of the things is like Sex and sex is extremely pleasurable, so you can convince people through that. A lot of people have asked me, why is InfoWars Store and InfoWars Life not at a probiotic for more than three years? And the answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics, it's something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic because I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com.